We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Lincoln weather this week. We're officially in too hot territory this Saturday, so good luck, everyone. Fortunately, some clouds will be coming in. We'll have a bit of relief the first part of the week, only to bounce right back into normal 90s for the foreseeable future. This segment today is possible because of the Nebraska Green Sorghum Board, REMAX Concepts, and Nebraska Prep Equipment. Coming up in the show, movies for your family at the airport. I think those are free, Dave. Well, we'll find out soon. We'll double check for you and we'll find out. You've got another thing about big screen. Uh, Lincoln makes the big screen on two streaming services. We'll talk about that in our Roger Frank segment. And what is the construction project at 11th and South Street? This would be on the south side of the street. Plumbing plumbing apprenticeship programs. What are they paying for these uh, plumbing apprentice jobs? You'll be surprised. And... New businesses and ribbon cuttings with Derek from the Chamber of Commerce. We're in the studio today with Rachel Barth. She is with the airport and here to update us on a whole bunch of fun things going on over there. How are you doing today? I am so good. (laughs) Good for you. And fun things. We're talking about construction projects. So naturally, that's a fun thing. Construction is fun. But first, I want to ask, are the movies free? Absolutely, they are free. Yeah, free movie, folks. Yeah, explain. Well, let's do that first. Explain your movie program. Sure. Um, So, as many people know, we started this during the pandemic and it just really caught on as a fun, free thing to do. And so we continued it this year. Um, Our next one is August 19th with our friends over at Commute Air. I think you had them on, not. Yes, they were a guest recently. Yes, and they're. They're just going gangbusters here in Lincoln. We're just so excited to have them as a partner, but they wanted to partner with us on a drive-in movie for National Aviation Week. So we're going to do Disney's Planes, <laughs> uh, which is perfect. That's great. Um, they're going to allow kiddos yeah. to actually go tour some of their aircraft, which I Good think is idea. so cool. Um, we're going to do a paper airplane contest. Paper airplane contest. Yep, food trucks. And then um, we just got balloon artists and some face painters. So it'll definitely be like a fun night. But those tickets are free. Um, We do limit it just because of some space. But you can jump on our Facebook page or Eventbrite, and that's on there. So go get those. That's August 19th. And the the Facebook page to go to is Lincoln Lincoln Airport. Airport, Just Lincoln Airport. Yep, yep. We have that on there. Okay. Okay, Let's go to... You know, the actual fun stuff instead of movies and <laughs> hanging out with your kids and all that stuff. Right. Who wants to do What's that? going on with the construction projects? <laughs> You're remodeling the airport. We are. Um, we're actually calling it like a modernization project. Just trying to give our airport a facelift, which if you've flown out, it desperately needed. Um, and so we're, you know, middle of construction. Things are going. It's it's a little loud in there. I was just in there this week and it's tinkering and it's loud. And you'll drive by and you'll be like, wow, it is it is really, it's, it's changing just before our eyes every day. So, um, we have the six new gates that are going to be open. We're thinking probably that January, February timeframe, um, post security will now be a full restaurant and drinks and our flyers club for those frequent flyers, um, updating our, um, 
ticket counters and bag claims and rental cars. I mean, really, there's not anything that's going to be untouched. Um, I'm most excited, which this is kind of selfish for the community room, uh, which isn't selfish, it's for the community, but I will be in charge of that. That'll happen um, next summer. And so like nonprofits, groups that want to meet, will be able to use that room for free and it'll fit about 100 people. Um, huh. So oh, that's a significant sized room. Yes. Yes. Significant sized room. It will have all the gadgets that you need to have a presentation, but we just want to get people to the airport, whether they're flying or not. I mean, we're a community airport, and so we want those groups to be able to use the airport for all reasons. And so I'm really excited for for that room, and that'll be done like next summer. Wouldn't that be great if you were flying to a conference or a trade show and you wanted to have an employee meeting right before you get on air and, you know, give Mm -hmm. give stuff to everybody and that... That's a good idea. Yeah, and we've been doing like tours, um, you know, for daycares and just anybody that's interested in aviation. We really have been ramping up our tours. And huh. so it's just good, I think, to get the community out to see, you know, especially what is your investment going into? They can see the ramp. They can see the aircraft coming in and out. Um, and they can see Duncan Aviation and their busy side over there. So it's it's just going to be a great view for people. So I'm, I'm really excited for that community room. I remember when I was a young boy at, at the airports just fascinated watching the planes coming and going. Yes, we have a lot of people that just come and watch planes. So the best spot is our parking garage, fourth floor, you know, free parking for 20 minutes. But even if you have to pay, it's it's really um, affordable. But people literally just go on top of our parking garage because you can see off its planes from over there, the E-4Bs, the RC-135s. Yeah. You can see Duncan and then you can see all of our commercial aircraft. So it's a great it's a great place to, to go plane spot. Um. You had mentioned when you were on here one or two visits ago that there wasn't enough money to keep up one of the long runways, but something <laughs> happened. Yep. The money came through. <laughs> it did. It did. So, yeah, there was um, <laughs> some issues where the FAA um, did not want to fund our entire runway. And if you follow at all what's going on, um, they're pretty strict. It has to be um, for commercial aviation use, size of aircraft. Um, we have one of the longest runways in the country, which is, you know, one of our claim to fames. The space shuttle could land here. Obviously, that was one of the reasons Offit was able to relocate here because it right. can handle their large aircraft. But FAA really only cares really about commercial aircraft, and they don't need a 12,000-foot runway. Um, but we do. We have the guard. We have Offit. And, um, you know, so the guard was able to step up, thank you, to Senator Fisher's office and um, get some uh, funding from the more like that national scale. And so they have stepped up and said that they will fund the rest of that runway. That's great news. Rachel Barth, Lincoln Airport Authority, thanks for being our sponsor and thanks for coming on to update us. And, and thanks for giving us all this great information. And congratulations <laughs> on your Inspiring Women nomination. That I, I heard about this from the Lincoln Journal Star. <laughs> I did not know she that. She was shocked. <laughs> yes, you have been nominated to be an Inspiring Women. I think it was in the nonprofit or the small business category. So wow. congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I did not know that. <laughs> Coming up next, Topher Hansen will be in. He is CEO and president of Centerpoint. He's going to talk about a new construction project that you might be seeing along South Street at about 11th if you look over to that side of the road. We'll talk to you later. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. This segment is possible today because of... John Henry's Plumbing, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and Baylor Evnen Law Firm. In the studio, we have Josh from John Henry's Plumbing. Glad to have you come in. Yeah, good to be here. 
Well, to start off with, something that I am sure will grab a lot of listeners' interest, uh, we wanted to ask you guys about the Plumbing Apprenticeship Program. So, mm-hmm. what is the pay <laughs> for someone getting we were, it? <laughs> we, we've heard a few things, and we were just amazed. Yeah, yeah. So, Like uh, a starting wage. What can people get into this career field and, and earn? Yeah, so... Uh, Starting wages, um, I mean, I, I started right out of high school about 10 years ago uh, myself. So um, right out of high school, I mean, you usually make um, about 15 bucks an hour starting mm-hmm. off just, just right out of the bat. Is that what they're doing today? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, that's about what they start off today. Now, if you have more experience um, as far as um, if you have more experience in as far as like another plumbing company come from there or some sort of schooling or something like that, that can vary as far as, uh, you know, starting pay anywhere up to maybe $17, $18 an hour, something like that starting off. But just basic green, not, you know, not knowing anything right around probably about 15 bucks an hour is what they're, what they're starting off as right now. And then you can get additional certifications and be at the job for a while and be up there fairly high, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, like I said, I've been here 10 years. Um, it's actually 10 years, and July 30th was my 10-year anniversary. Um, well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. you don't have to tell us what you make, but no, I'm, no. I'm assuming that it ramps up quite a bit. Oh, the yeah. The more years that you... Yeah, yeah. You can get up there pretty pretty good. Um, you know, back in my first couple years, we used to go to high schools, actually, and, uh, you know, go to uh, the shop classes and kind of business classes and stuff like that and kind of kind of show, you know, the kids what, what you can and can't make, uh, you know, being a plumber, HVAC tech and, and top of the line and everything like that. But yeah, it ramps up pretty good. Um, there's tons of certifications that you can get with journeyman's masters, grade six water licenses and stuff like that and everything. So yeah, it wraps up pretty, pretty high up there, pretty good. And you can make a pretty, pretty good living doing, doing this and stuff. So what is the youngest age you can get into an apprenticeship in, in Nebraska? Um, usually we hire right out of high school, about 18. Is is, is, is that state law or, could, or, that or just, just your company policy? Just more or less company policy, just more or less for availability and stuff. Now we do hire interns through like um, summer times and stuff like that when high schoolers are out of... Um, on summer was, break? Uh, on summer break. I mean, you basically have to have a driver's license more mm-hmm. or less um, yeah. to drive company vehicles and for us to insure you and stuff like that and everything. Um, okay. But that that's kind of the biggest thing. So, um, but we do hire um, interns, you know, part-time during the summer to, you know, run trucks and work in the warehouse and stuff like that and everything too. So. Um, hey, how long is your internal apprenticeship program? Um, typically, um, I mean, it never really ends, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, well, but you know what? That sounds like a lot of a lot of jobs. Yeah. You're constantly learning because things are always changing. Exactly. I've been here 10 years, and there's not a day that goes by that I don't learn something new, honestly. Um, but, I mean, usually um, from the warehouse, you year or so in the warehouse, um, and then you kind of go off into um, drains, and you kind of do that for maybe a year, year and a half, and then um, excavation, learning how to dig sewers and waters and stuff like that for maybe a year. And you kind of go into construction and doing remodels and repipes and stuff like that for maybe a year. And then eventually, hopefully, into the service side for as long as you want type of thing like that. So, um, I mean, four years, five years or so until you're... Until you've got a handle on everything. Kind of, kind of a handle on your own. And you can you can go out and kind of figure stuff out on your own um, and stuff like that. So When you're in a formal apprenticeship program, is there some cost that the student has to, you know, have some skin in the game or is it completely covered? Um, 
the way we do it at John Henry's is um, basically, as far as all the schooling and stuff like that, they pretty much pay for all your schooling and stuff like that. If you do any schooling, um, taking tests, anything like that, they'll do all that um, for your for your paying and all that and everything. Um, once you get out into the field on your own and everything, you kind of buy your, your hand tools, your kind of smaller tools and stuff like that and everything. Hmm. But as far as trucks, um, bigger equipment, um, bigger tools, like power tools, stuff like that, the company supplies all that for you. So right. um, basically just your small necessity hand tools. Um, they provide the uniforms, everything like that. So just your small small hand tools that you use all, on a day-to-day basis is all the it. tools that you accidentally leave at for, uh, other job sites yeah i try not to uh, i try not to think of how many i've left on job sites because it wouldn't wouldn't be good yeah, so I, I can relate to yep. to that <laughs> well, do you have any openings at this time oh yeah yep um we're always hiring for apprentices um so if you just go onto our website at jhlincoln.com um they have a link there that you can apply and apply and we're always always looking for people to to be plumbing apprentices for us, and we always have openings for everybody. Give so. that website one more time. One more time on that website so everybody can yep. uh, get it. It's uh, jhlincoln.com, um, johnhenryslincoln.com, and there should be a link on there, and they can uh, they can apply there and and let us know. It's a, a, a viable option for yeah. some some people who are not interested in four-year college, who like a lot to work of people with their that hands right. and want to make some pretty good money. And so. guess what? Yeah. Uh, that's a job that's going to be around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, flushing is not going to go away. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> need, always be we need their services job all the security. time. <laughs> thanks so much for coming in, Josh. Yeah, thank you. And thanks to your company, too, for underwriting our show and making it possible for people to hear some of this news. We'll be right back after this break. Everyone is excited about new business, and our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. McDonald's ends McPlant test in U.S. markets after a 600 restaurant pilot test project. The future of plant-based burger failed to grow brighter. National Restaurant News. (laughs) This segment is possible today because of Christensen Hearing Analytics, Lincoln Airport Authority, and Service Master Professional Building Maintenance. You know what? Before we jump into the markets, I got to ask you guys: Did either of you see Better Call Saul or Mind Over Murder on the streaming services? I have not. And you by the way, we have yeah. Roger Frank in here with us right now. <laughs> oh, I forgot to introduce Roger. Yeah, Roger Frank is in for his weekly visit. I am here. Did you see either of those, Dave? I didn't. I, I've seen them before, but I didn't see the this episode. No. Well, okay. Um, Better Call Saul had a whole little dialogue about Husker football back when Pelini was coach, and they had yeah. a, they had an actual Journal Star newspaper with like this article about it mm. on Better Call Saul. And the same week, um, that was the when the streaming was going on over the Beatrice Six murders oh. and. And yeah. that one, it was, it's called Mind Over Murder. That one had the airplanes, the drones going over and over the Capitol, over oh, and wow. over again, over Lincoln. And, and then down by the Harvester Motel where somebody got murdered. And I'll have to track that down this weekend. Yeah, we I mean, it's, it's worth it for both of them just to see what they did with Lincoln. You know, you bring that up. I saw a commercial that wasn't a Lincoln-based commercial. And it showed the capital in the background of a guy driving with his car, and I showed it to my wife. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. 
I don't, I don't it may have been regional. I couldn't remember. Lincoln what it was. hits the big screen. Uh, you know, wow, well, we're special. We are that and then some here in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, Roger's here. He's got a few ideas to consider before year end, especially yeah, now that things yeah. are changing in the financial landscape. Go yeah, ahead, Roger. It, it's ever changing, isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah, jump right in. Yeah, here we are, and we're August already. I can't believe that uh, we're on the second half of the year. But just a few things that I thought we could bring up and talk about in this uh, week's show. Uh, I've had a lot of clients, believe it or not, they have been putting a fair amount of money in reserves, cash reserves, uh, out of savings, bonuses, and so forth, um, putting it in savings, checking accounts, things like that. You know, and if you're one of those individuals, the market has been down, as we've been discussing for right. most of the year. So we, it's probably a pretty good time to start looking at putting some of that cash to work. The NASDAQ right now is down about 18.69%. And just a few weeks ago, it was down about 30%. So it's had a pretty good rebound. So I, I would encourage folks to look at the markets and look at that space. Uh, you might be able to find some investments to add to your portfolio with some of that cash. During, yeah. during slowdowns, bonds start looking a little bit more attractive, don't they? Yeah, I think uh, they're attractive uh, because the market is down, so people are looking for fixed income, lower risk investments in general. However, uh, one of the things that I've gotten asked quite a bit is about the I-bond. Um, right. This is offered through the U.S. Treasury. Uh, you get a rate of return plus inflation with mm. inflation at its highest level in 40 years. You might want to consider this bond, uh, so you'd have to go to the U.S. Treasury uh, website to, to find more information on that. But also the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates over the last four months. And we think fixed income is probably going to be a better space to, and look more attractive in the coming months as well. Uh, probably so, probably we'll so. Yeah. You know, with, with things the way they are, and I, I suspect you're going to say check with your accountant after I finish this question. But generally speaking, there are some tax things that you can do that might might be in favor yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, you're, you're right, Dave. Always check with your accountant uh, to make sure it fits your situation. But if you have a taxable account and you do have some investments that are down or at a loss for the year, you might consider selling those and booking the loss for this year. You can take up to $3,000 in realized losses each year. Or if you have a gain from th something that you sold this year, you can offset that as well. Okay, again, maybe this is something I have to ask a tax accountant. But if you let's say you work for a company that's having a really good year and mm -hmm. all the employees are getting all these bonuses mm -hmm. um, or they're <laughs> referring other people to be employed at the company and getting a bonus for that. <laughs> right. Um, is, would this be a good time to sell a stock that has been really meh and not performing well? Can mm -hmm. you offset that loss against your company bonus? Well, the bonus, depending on how it's taxed, uh, typically it's uh, taxed as income. So right. it be a, a capital gain or a capital loss. But, you know, you can still take that $3,000 loss, and that would help reduce some of your uh, tax obligations. At the end of the day, it's going to help your tax obligation. Yeah. Right. But, you know, one of the things that you might consider, and we've had these calls as well, is if you do have a retirement account, and you do have some investments that are either down or uh, at a loss, you might consider in, uh, doing what's called a uh, conversion or a Roth IRA conversion from your IRA account. This might be advantageous uh, to you in the long run. So visit with your CPA, of course, uh, to make sure that it's a fit for your situation. But 
I think it's a good time uh, in the summer to, to look at your portfolio. You might be able to rebalance your portfolio if it's gotten out of your allocation parameters. If you do have some of those losses, consider changing those from an IRA to a Roth IRA. Um, there's some tax advantages there. But, you know, just keep in mind the market won't be down forever. Uh, it will uh, eventually settle down and start moving higher. Market corrections are usually short-lived, so uh, these market downturns uh, give us the best opportunities to, to buy um, discounted prices on some of the investments that we're interested in. Hey, Roger, what was one of your biggest surprises this week in the markets? Yeah, really two things. I think the job numbers on Friday really jumped out. Uh, they were a lot higher than what uh, uh, most people were expecting. Um, the th second thing is big tech. You know, your big technology companies have really rebounded over the last uh, week to two weeks. Uh, so probably those two things, I would think. Interesting. Huh. Good stuff. Thanks a lot, Roger, and hope you uh, stay cool Thanks. <laughs> the rest it's, of this it's a weekend. Hot one. Roger Frank is a registered representative of and securities offered through Berthold Fisher & Company Financial Services, Inc., BFCFS, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through BFC Planning, Inc. Frank Financial Concepts, BFCFS, and BFC Planning, Inc. are independent entities. We'll be right back. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. The fast food restaurant with the highest numbers of stores in the nation is Subway with only with over 21,000. However, that amount is down four and a half percent this year. That's almost a thousand stores closing. Yeah, I mean, and then when you read something and it says closing a thousand stores, it makes it sound like they're closing shop but it's <laughs> it's only four and a half percent right <laughs> starbucks is the second largest with over fifteen thousand stores and they are experiencing positive growth as we have seen right here in lincoln right, right here in lincoln yep uh by the way this segment is possible today because of the nebraska green sorghum board and remax concepts if you've driven down South Street over close to 11th Street or, you know, 10th Street, um, you may have seen some activity or some changes over on the south side of the street. So we brought in Topher Hansen. He is the CEO and president of Centerpoint, and he's going to tell us about their new uh, building project. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Robin. Appreciate being here. We, we cover a lot of construction on this show. So dive right in and explain what you're working on there. Well, we are constructing. This will be our 13th facility that Centerpoint 13. operates. Yeah, so we have one uh, big facility in Omaha, which is about 44,000 square feet. And that is then, a good size facility. I'm just going to interject. That is a good size facility, and uh, and then we have a dozen others that will uh, be operating. Some are apartment buildings, and uh, some are but seven are service locations, and the others are apartment buildings. And oh, wow. for people that we serve and. So this, uh, when we get moved in, will be our 13th facility. And it is, I said to somebody, it's it's more of a complex uh, because there's a lot going on there. It's not just one thing. Mm -hmm. So there's housing uh, on the top two floors, one of which is a program of ours that is currently in existence. So we'll move over there. And that's for people coming out of the Lincoln Regional Center. It's rehabilitative to help people learn how to live in a healthy way and independently in the community. Hmm. Uh, then uh, the other uh, residential floor is just apartments for people 
who a, a supportive environment, an accessible supportive environment would be helpful. And so they'll be able to be there. And we're uh, uh, looking at all uh, who who's coming in to all that now as it's developing. We'll be moved in to those two floors in December. Oh. Yeah, so it's coming right along. That is. Yeah, and, and we're on schedule. Uh, oh, so that's, a construction no. project on schedule. No. It's the no. only kind Can't I do. Can't be. Can't it's the only be. kind I do. Wow. Uh, and so uh, then the second floor, this is a garden level and four floors. Fourth is uh, a residential apartment. Third is the program that I described. Second is a space for staff to work, uh, not offices, workspace. So it's 21st century office. Um, there's collaborative areas. There's quiet work areas. Uh, there's conference rooms uh, but and workstations. Uh, most of the people that are there work in the community 60 plus percent of the time. So they don't really need an office. And we try to we're trying to change that culture and what we do throughout our organization uh, first floor is all health clinic and so when i say that i mean it is uh, the mental health and substance that we've done for a long time but also primary care and then we'll have a vision clinic come in and hmm. maybe some other specialty care come in and do uh, visits or uh, that kind of thing so um, health clinic is the first floor. Right now, our health providers, our prescribers and therapists and so on, probably have about 2,500 to 3,000 square feet of space to operate. This will provide 12,000 square feet of space for them to operate. So what we expect once we get a little elbow room is that we'll be able to expand the level of care that we're providing. So their families and, and the neighborhood, we can provide the uh, before school uh, checkups and other uh, illness care and uh, those kinds of things, acute care uh, kinds of activities where our, uh, providers are able to see people from all over Lincoln, whoever wants to come. So uh, so you don't have to be going through Centerpoint's rehabilitation programs. No, this not, is for the neighborhood. The, the, yeah. So health is, health is our whole body. And uh, it's the brain organ as well as the heart and the liver and the lungs and the everything. And, and so what we are doing is providing whole health care hmm. to the community and wow. not just mental health or substance. And uh, in fact, the name of the facility is the Centerpoint Campus for Health and Well-Being. And oh, so our okay. whole focus on health care is that we all want to have health. I mean, don't we all think about that every day? What am I going to eat? Am I going to go to the gym? Do I need to go on a walk? Those kinds of things, as well as well-being. Am I happy? Am I emotionally satisfied? And so we think everybody, the people we serve, all of us are on that pathway. And we are too. And so we want to then bring our skills to uh, the community to be able to help everybody move towards health and well-being. It's also in the land of Don Clifton and Gallup. It's a strength-based approach to healthcare, which is not that you're ill and sick and have deficits. You, you still have all the same facts, but we want to focus on a positive light that you can uh, have healthcare, you can have well-being, uh, and we'll help you get there. Uh, the thing I left out was the garden level, and that uh, we'll have our crisis response team will be housed down there. Uh, but also it'll be a conference center that uh, by code has 99, 99 people can go in the room, hmm. uh, probably 60 for a sit-down meeting. Uh, there's a commercial kitchen. Uh, and also then we're developing in the back and the south portion 
uh, Serenity Garden that will be spectacular. And the idea of this is to provide uh, serenity, but also health and well-being, to have green space uh, inject you with that uh, energy to get toward health and well-being. And the evidence is replete with the fact that you go outside and have contact with Mother Nature, that helps. And so we're providing that in the back. There'll be a meditative labyrinth, uh, an amphitheater actually, uh, where we'll be able to do performance, music performance, and other kinds of things. Uh, and so it'll be a very interactive facility that will provide all the healthcare treatment, if you will, that we're talking about, but also push upstream a little bit and try and help people to find health and to find well-being and, and push back the anxiety, the depression, the substance use issues, things like that. You know, it just sounds like a, a spectacular facility that you're, you're creating there. If people want to donate to this cause, how would they do that? Uh, healthymindsandbodies.org uh, is the place that you can go to to uh, do a contribution to the capital campaign. Uh, contact our office, uh, uh, the Centerpoint main number, and ask if you forget that website, um, and we can arrange that. We have a couple of easy ways to do that, so we'd love to get it. We're, we're about a million three out. This is a $27 million project. Uh, and we're about 1.3 out from uh, hitting our goal. Wow. And that's, so that's great. Yeah, it, it's spectacular. The community has been so supportive. And uh, we'd love to have your contribution and to have you feel like a part of this place. Well, I, way more going on 11th and South than yeah. meets the eye than you would have ever known. So that is incredible construction. Uh, thanks a lot. You've been listening to Topher Hansen, CEO and president of Centerpoint. Uh, thanks for supporting Broadcast House, and we hope that Lincoln supports you. Our pleasure. Yeah. Coming up next, Derek will be in from the Chamber of Commerce to talk about ribbon cuttings, businesses opening and relocating. We'll be right back. This city is my city and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here. I got it made And if I have my way, I'm going to stay. Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. New coffee shop opened up this week. We've been talking about coffee a couple times. We have been, Robin. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Oh, I, I did. I say open up. It started going up, construction-wise, yes. this week. Ziggy's is coming to 69th and Pine Lake Road, right yep. before you get to the roundabout. Um, you can see the shell of it and a, a drive-through canopy. That is a Denver coffee chain. Wonderful. Yeah. In the studio today. Oh, oh wait, hey, our I sponsors. Need to, I need to mention our sponsors, yes, Robin. Yes, our sponsors. Uh, for this segment, they are University of Nebraska Lincoln College of Business, Frank Financial Concepts, and Realtors Association of Lincoln. Derek Fireherm is in here from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and he's listening to the coffee news, and I could tell he liked that. How are you doing today? I am doing great, and who doesn't like good coffee? <laughs> yeah, have you heard of Ziggy's? I have not. I'm going to have to check it out. Apparently, they are a little it's gonna be. It's going to take a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but that's uh, that building's going up fast. So, it is. Yeah. Well, we brought you in to, to find out business news. People love hearing about new businesses opening 
moving. What do you have for us from the chamber? I know you've got a lot of members over there. Yeah, we do have a lot of members, 1,300 plus, and we've been hmm. so busy with groundbreakings and ribbon cuttings this summer. It's just amazing how really? much action is happening here in the capital city. That's One, always good to hear. Oh, We'd it love is. love to hear that. You know, it is great to hear, especially, you know, with thoughts of maybe a recession coming around the corner. We haven't seen that affecting businesses and moving forward with plans on new constructions and hmm. opening up of new door fronts. Hmm. Well, what are some of them that you've uh, been out cutting ribbons for, Derek? Yeah, well, one of them is if you are uh, planning to renovate or build a new house, it is Maven Tile and Stone. They're located at... 7011 Kentwood Lane, which is just one block east of 56 and Pine Lake by Campbell's Nursery. They specialize in unique tile and stone design for new construction and remodeling. They have an amazing showroom to go there to check out. So wonderful backsplashes and anything that you need for your house, they will help you find it and help coordinate that. So that's in Village Gardens, kind yeah, of near Gardens. Scooter's Coffee. <laughs> yeah. We're tying everything yeah. to coffee locations. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else do you have? Another one is, and I just love the name of this business, Goliath Nutrition. And I just love it. I mean, oh. Goliath is such a strong name. They are a new business that opened up at 1733 O Street. So just uh, on the southwest corner there at 18th and O, directly across from, say, N Street Drive-In. But they specialize in supplement and nutrition dedicated to providing the best quality products for their customers while creating a lasting relationships. They have a great story. It's two friends uh, from uh, back when they were growing up who decided to start a business together. One's now in Oklahoma, and the other one is here running the day-to-day -day operations. But it's a great location, really cool inside, have a nice lounge area because they really want it to be a place where people in the neighborhood can come and relax and socialize in addition to trying to uh, find out and learn more about supplements and nutrition. So that there, would they'd be on O Street between yeah, 17th and 18th. Do you remember if it's on the north or the south side? It is on the south side. Okay, okay mm -hmm. because on the south side of O, one block to the west is a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. It's, a, it's <laughs> yes. that little drive through one where you can go through. It's a locally owned one, and you can go through with your car mm -hmm. and pick up. So one block from that coffee shop. Yeah, absolutely. You're crying out loud. I Robin. know. I mean, I, I'm just impressed at how Robin hey. knows every <laughs> coffee location <laughs> here in Lincoln. I'm not too bad, am I? <laughs> okay, give, give me another one. See if I can tie it. Well, another shop. one, and I think you're going to be able to do it too, and it's uh, very close to Goliath Nutrition. Here in about two weeks, Sideshow Spirits, which is one of the first distilleries we had in Lincoln, has completely redesigned their interior, and it is Lincoln's first ever legal distillery focusing on bourbons, wines, rum, and cocktails, they have redesigned their space to include now a 11,000-square-foot showcase, an event space, a patio, a new cocktail bar, tasting room, and, of course, the distillery itself. And they will be doing their grand opening of this in just two weeks. That's at 1603 P Street, right there on the northwest corner of 16th and P, across from Agave Mexican Grill oh, and yeah. Eagle Printing. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Yep. Yep, know where that is. Yeah, go on, keep going. Absolutely. Another one that just uh, recently opened, and this is on the south side of town, is Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. And now a lot of people don't know about cryotherapy and infrared saunas and all that as a great form of medical treatment, but it's an amazing, beautiful facility that was built. They are an award-winning industry leader in creating innovative and new uh, type of care they are located at 
8601 South 30th Street, Suite 107. That's there at 27th and Yankee Hill. Um, they are right next to Orange Theory Fitness and right across the street from Tanner's. Okay. They're at, they're at the Wilderness Hill Shopping Center. Yes. Okay, yeah. so the nearest... We're Coles and, and Marshalls and... Yeah, yeah, yeah where Coles and Marshalls exactly. are. So the nearest coffee shop would be the the Starbucks at Target at 40th and Yankee Hill. Well, and yeah. and not too far <laughs> not not too far away, you know, Capelli Coffee is part of uh Amigos. Oh, that's right. There's yes. a Capelli's at 40th at 40th and 8th and, and and Yankee yeah, Hill. Yeah, and Yankee Hill. So coffee only a mile away, maybe less than a mile. <laughs> yeah, and if you <laughs> from go there, restore cryotherapy. Well, and if you go there and get your cryotherapy, they will take your core body temperature down to forty-five degrees, which sounds incredibly cold, but great for the body. So you might need some of that coffee. After you you, do that you get done with that. Yeah, yeah. Despite our triple-digit temperatures, yeah. Keep, exactly. Well, well, keep, well, well, keep going. Another Darren. one, and you saw the construction happening last year, and they've been open for a little bit, but just did the official grand opening. And that is Firestone Autocomplete Care, which is at 8475 Andromat Drive. So that is right next to the Sam's Scooters. Club and the Walmarts and the Scooters. And the Starbucks. Yes. And, the, and the Starbucks that just opened. <laughs> so if you're a Firestone, you've got some iced yeah. coffee options if exactly. it's too you hot. Know, you know, if you're that having little... something done on your car, it's an easy walk <laughs> to just go grab something to drink. And uh, return to grab your car when it's all finished. You know, I had to I had to have a tire fix. I should have gone there because I would have had two coffee choices right there. <laughs> well, and yeah. the scooters literally you you could walk there you without walk. Uh, without a problem. I mean, it's you wouldn't even perspire walking there. Yeah, Firestone should set up a referral program. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you have other uh, other facilities? Yeah, so uh, the last one that I will mention is Exit uh, Realty Professionals. They have moved to a new location, um, uh, but have been in the industry for a while, selling, buying, and investing uh, with some great commercial real estate. They are now at 5540 South Street, Suite 208, located not above a coffee shop, but above a Pizza Hut. <laughs> They're on the northwest corner of 56 and South, if you can uh, picture that little strip. Oh, I know right where right it there. is. I know right where they are. But if yeah. you get on 56th Street and go just a little ways up Cottoner Boulevard, Harbor Coffee, not too yeah. far away. No, no, not at all. So I guess, yeah, grab a slice of pizza, go uh, then have a nice little drink there at Harbor Coffee. Oh, fun stuff. All right. Are you done with those? Yeah, Hopefully yeah, you've got yeah, more. I'm, you know, I'm done with those because I do want to do a quick plug for the new economic vitality survey right? that the chamber is conducting. You know, The chamber is so excited that the Chamber of Commerce, the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, and the Lincoln Convention of Visitors Bureau are undergoing a new strategic plan. This was something that our new president CEO, Jason Ball, is very passionate about, knowing that uh, almost everything the 2015 group uh, went out to do has been checked off. So we need to start identifying what that next 10, 15, the 20 years of Lincoln looks like. And so this is going to be a new seven-month process working with a couple of consultants called Broad Ripple Strategies as well as DMO Pros. But we need Lincoln to help us with this. So we encourage everyone to go to lcoc.com, take a quick 10-minute survey talking about what you think Lincoln looks like right now and what we need to do to continue moving forward.
Great. Okay, lcoc.com. Lcoc.com. You'll see a button right there for an economic vitality survey. Economic Great. vitality. Please fill it out. It takes you 10 minutes. Thanks again, Derek. Thanks we appreciate a lot. it. Absolutely. Derek Fireherm, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Thanks so much for coming in. Great stuff. That's all for Grow Lincoln. Thanks a lot. And send us your announcement about your business opening, closing, or relocating via Facebook or Twitter.